Hey girl, welcome to Christian Girls Pop. My name is Stephanie Bright and I'm the founder of this girls group as well as your host for the podcast. Around here, we are all about purpose, obedience, and prayer. That's what makes us pop. You're guaranteed to laugh, cry, learn, grow, and most importantly, become more like Jesus. We're going to rock this thing out and we're going to have fun doing it. You ready? Let's go. Hey girl, and welcome to another and final episode of Christian Girls Pop College Knowledge Series. Yep, you heard it right. This is a final episode for the season. I hope that you have been encouraged by something that you heard this season. I hope that you learned. I hope that you applied some of it. And I hope that you'll be back next season when we return in 2024. As you know, or maybe you don't, we have been doing a college knowledge series for the fall semester, I guess you could say. And this has been specifically for college students as Christian Girls Pop is making more of a shift towards college ministry. And so with that, we have just talked through different topics that are very important for college students, including time management, how to deal with choosing your friends wisely, how to deal with being home for the holidays and different things like that. So I hope that you have been encouraged through that week. And for this final episode, I want to just do it like a little recap episode. This one, um, what I mean by recap, we're not going to be recapping the content that I spoke on, but I want to encourage you to do a recap in your own life. So Before we get started and I get into all the the good stuff, let's pray. Lord, I thank you for everyone that has been listening throughout the season, or maybe it's their first time tuning in. I thank you either way. I thank you that you have appointed them to listen to this episode. So I pray that they are encouraged. I pray that they're blessed by it. I pray that even if they share it with others, that others would be blessed and that we would all just continue to live for you all of our days. In Jesus name. Amen. All right, so this episode will be pretty short and sweet and to the point. Um, But like I said, I wanted you to do some recap or do some remembering about different things that happened either in this past semester or in this past year. For some of you, you may be graduating this semester, you're doing like a a winter graduation and you just got to get to these last little bit of finals and you are done or maybe you're already done. Congratulations. That is so exciting. Maybe you're a senior and you have one more semester after this one and maybe senioritis is just really kicking your butt. Like you just don't want to do anything, right? Or maybe you still have a while to go and you're just like, Dude, I don't know if I can push through anymore. I get it. I get it. There's really tough moments that can happen in college. But I want to encourage you to not focus so much on having finals or, you know, graduation or whatever it is. But I want you for the next 10 minutes or so, just do some recap on things that have transpired already. So some things I want you to consider are things that went well this semester or this year. I want you to think through some things that didn't go well. And kind of write out some highs and lows. Because a lot of times when we just get so caught up in the flow of things, we're just so caught up in going to the next thing, going to the next thing. I know I'm super guilty of that, that I don't even recall certain things that happen. Or unless I took a picture, I may not even remember that I went to that event just because life is just so busy, right? And I get it. Life is crazy. A lot of stuff happens. 
But that's why we have to take moments to look back, to think about different things. And so I think it's perfect because it's not just for this semester, but, you know, we're about to wrap up the end of the year. And so it's a good time to go back through and look at different things that happen. And so one quick way to trigger your memory, because like I said, a lot does happen in a year. One quick way to trigger your memory is to go back through the pictures on your phone. Scroll through your camera roll and that will help you to say, oh yeah, I did do that one thing. I did hang out with that person or, oh, that was a good day. Oh, maybe that was a bad day, right? <laughs> um, just think about different things that transpired throughout this year. So like I said, think about some things that went well this year. What are some things that happened this year that you were really just excited about, that you were joyful in that moment? What are some cool moments like that? And if we're going to talk about the highs, we also have to talk about the lows. So what are some things that didn't go well this year? What are some things that maybe you have some unsettled regret? Maybe that you haven't dealt with or wishing that things went differently. What about just friends that left? What about classes that were failed? What about just uncomfortable things with your family? Maybe your health was in concern. What are some things that didn't go well? I don't want us to just focus on just the, the great side of things that went well, because when we do that, it's not the holistic you know, view of life because life is full of ups and downs, ebbs and flows. And so we can't just focus on just the good, because if we're just focusing on the mountain, then we're, we're forgetting the valley that we came out of to get to that mountain. And so we have to just take it all in. We have to look back and accept the good with the bad and really just address all of it. So definitely take time to address the lows as well. And another huge question is, how did you see God in all of it? It's one thing to just look back at your year and say, yep, it was a year. Whew, what a year or whatever. But I want you to see how God was present in all of the different things in the mountains, on the mountains, in the valleys, in the highs and the lows. How did you see God in all of those things? Because that is sometimes the most important part. It's not just that you went to a wedding, but you saw God present at the wedding. It's not that you just went through a bad breakup, but you saw how God was with you and how the Holy Spirit was a comforter to you. It's not just graduation that you got to do this year, but you're seeing how God was faithful enough to keep you to graduation and to and to order your steps and to lay out the plans for your life. There's always ways that we can see God in, in all things. So make sure that as you're doing a recap, as you're going over the highs and the lows, that you will also take time to see how God was in those things. And if you feel like there are certain things that you maybe can't quite see how God is in, I encourage you to ask the Lord, Lord, can you show me the purpose for this? Can you show me how you were in this with me? And I guarantee you that he will reveal himself and his purpose to you. And so regarding scripture, there's actually a, a chapter in the Old Testament that I want to read out. And it's maybe not what you would assume, I guess, for like an end of the year kind of scripture. I feel like a lot of people would go to like, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11, like he has great plans for you. We're excited for the new year or something like that. But this is a scripture that was on my heart and it's out of Joshua 4. And I honestly, ever since I read it years ago, I refer to this scripture a lot for different things, um, especially when it comes to remembering how God has been with you or been faithful. And so I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but um, I am going to read from verse one to verse nine. And so once I read it, I'll give some con uh, once I read it, we'll kind of go over it. But just just a little bit of heads up context before I start reading. So Joshua is the leader of the Israelites. The Israelites were a group of were God's people that he brought out of Egypt, which was slavery. And now he has Joshua leading them into um, the promised land. And so 
um, he's leading like a million people. And so it's a very big deal. And it's a very big deal that they got to the promised land because it took so much for them to even be able to let be let out from under the rule of Pharaoh in Egypt, which was their master. And then they had a long journey. It was a lot going on. There, there was a lot that happened. And you can definitely check that out in Exodus, which is the second book of the Bible. But I did want to read verse one through nine. And this is the New King James Version. And it came to pass when all the people had completely crossed over the Jordan, which the Jordan is a river, that the Lord spoke to Joshua saying, take for yourselves 12 men from the people, one man from every tribe and command them saying, take for yourselves 12 stones from here out of the midst of the Jordan from the place where the priest's feet stood firm. You shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. Okay, so let's stop right there. I know I said I was going to read all the way through, but I wanted to give even a little bit more context. So um, Joshua is the leader, right? He's leading the Israelites. He's leading them to the promised land. They're crossing over the Jordan River, which is a big river. But another big part of it is that God instructed Joshua a certain way to have them cross the river. And that was for um, one of the group of people that were traveling um, to stand in the middle of the, in the river, to stand in the river, carrying the Ark of the Covenant. So background context there. Um, the, the Israelites, which is a big group of people, they're broken up into 12 tribes. So they, they came from 12 different areas and they're all collectively known as the Israelites. And um, one of the tribes is called the Levites and they were responsible for carrying the Ark of the Covenant, which is, I like to explain, like a, a spiritual treasure box. So it was a very, 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 very sacred um, container and it was, rep it was, known as where God's presence was housed. This was before New Testament where the Holy Spirit came. Now we have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. They did not have this in the Old Testament. And so it was a very big deal if you were to carry the Ark of the Covenant, which represented God's presence. So they're carrying the Ark of the Covenant in a very special way. They have sacred rituals and routines that, and rules that are, are, are concerning the carrying of the Ark of the Covenant. And so um, as the Levites, as, as the people that were assigned to carry the ark stood in the water, basically it was very similar to how when Moses parted the Red Sea, the Jordan River was split in two and they were able to walk across on dry land. So it's a really cool thing that God did because these are the same people that he already took out of Egypt and crossed the Red Sea. And so they're like, oh, wow, cool. God's doing it again. Right. So another huge miracle. We always hear about Moses and the Red Sea, but Joshua and the Jordan is very similar. So fun fact of the day for that. But that gives some more context as to what is being said here when he talks about the fact of where the priest's feet stood firm. So I'm going to pick up in Joshua chapter four, verse four. Then Joshua called the 12 men whom he had appointed from the children of Israel, one man from every tribe. And Joshua said to them, cross over before the ark of the Lord, your God, into the midst of the Jordan. And each one of you take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you when your children ask in time to come, saying, what do these stones mean to you? Then you shall answer them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord when it crossed over the Jordan. The waters of the Jordan were cut off and these stones shall be for a memorial to the children of Israel forever. And the children of Israel did so just as Joshua commanded and took up 12 stones from the midst of the Jordan as the Lord had spoken to Joshua. 
according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel and carried them over with them to the place where they lodged and laid them down there. Then Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of the Jordan in the place where the feet of the priest who bore the Ark of the Covenant stood. And they are there to this day. Okay, so that was a lot of words, right? Um, and maybe it was a little lengthy, but basically what happened is God told Joshua, y'all pick up 12 stones, take up 12 stones from like the bottom of the river and you're going to cross over with one of them on your shoulder. This is a sign to your children that, hey, this is what happened. This is a memorial for God splitting the sea. So then they all grabbed the stone. Then Joshua set up 12 stones right there in the middle of the river. And the Bible says that they are there to this day. And so it served as a memorial. God was letting them know when he talks about your children. It's like, this is things that you can show to the people around you. This is what you can show and say, hey, this is what God did. You can go and share the story of how God split the Jordan. And so I bring up all of that. I read this whole story and I give you the context and everything to help you understand or to explain to you that it's so important to remember. It's so important to remember what God has done. And I think that's one of the, the tricks that the enemy likes to use is to make us forget. He makes us forget the times that God has come through. He makes us forget the times that we've seen answered prayer. He makes us forget the times that we've seen miracles and open doors. And so because of that, we just get so just bogged down. We get caught up in our own heads. We're just defeated. We're doubtful. We're fearful. We're anxious. We're worried and all these other things. And it's all because we forgot what God has already done. And so for them, they use stones and, um, you know, hey, maybe you want to, you know, make like a rock jar or something like that. That would be cool. Um, but if even if you don't, just take time to look back at the year and, and let that be a proverbial stone setting for you where you take time and thank the Lord for how he has shown up in your life over and over again, specifically in this past year. Take time to remember how God has already blessed, how God has already moved in your life. All of those things are so important. And a lot of times they really build up our faith because they build up our faith for the next battle. They build up our faith for the next thing that we face because we know how God has already shown up for us in the past. And we believe and know that God can do it again. So it's super important for us to always be in remembrance of what God has done and so that we can take that with us, that we can apply it to our lives and um, we can just prepare ourselves for the next thing. Couple two other verses that I would like to use to finish this series off and to finish this episode off is um, these two, these next two verses are a little bit more common or, um, you know, more widely spoken about in church. Um, the first one is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that is a reminder that you can face the things ahead, that you can go with God and he will go with you. And you can even look back as you're remembering and you can see how you've already done some hard things. You've already been through a lot. You've done a lot. And it was Christ who strengthened you and he will continue to. Um, his word says that he's the same yesterday, today and forever. So that means that he's not changing. That means that neither are his characteristics. And so if he's faithful, if he's been with you, he's going to continue to be with you. And then last but not least, Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. And that is a promise that you have from the Lord, that he will be with you, that he will be in your coming and your going, that he will never leave you, he will never forsake you. And you have that as a hope, you have that as a promise, and you know that you can trust him with that. 
Like he's not going to change his mind. He will be with you. And if his word says it, he has to perform it. So that is something we have. And I did say that I was only going to read two verses, but I just thought of one more. And this is just my parting blessing for you. It's Numbers chapter six, verse 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. That is my prayer for you today. And in the weeks to come, as I'll be taking a break, preparing for the next season, I pray that you just find God in all things, that you remember what he's already done and that you are encouraged that because of what he's already done, that he will show up again in your life. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Remember that you have a purpose. Remember to continue to seek the Lord for your purpose of why you're here on this earth. I pray that once he reveals that to you or once he even just reveals whatever he chooses to reveal, that you would walk in obedience to what he shows and what he asks of you and that you would have a strong prayer life, that you would seek the Lord throughout the day, that you would make him really in your life a friend that sticks closer than a brother, that you would invite him into all the spaces that he's desperately wanting to be a part of and that you would just come to see him even more and more real maybe in a way that you haven't seen before. So thank y'all so much for tuning in to all these episodes throughout this season and throughout this year. We'll be back next year, Lord willing, and we will continue on. I got some new content coming out. Very excited about it. It's a, I don't want to give any alerts, but it's, it's going to be good. It's theme based and it's leading up to something big that I also will be announcing next year too. So lots of good stuff on the way. I hope that y'all continue to tune in next year and in the meantime scroll back through some of the old episodes there's always some there's plenty of episodes there um if you haven't listened um they go all the way back to like 2019 I think so find a you know scroll back find an episode check it out and I hope that you are blessed stay in your word stay in prayer stay seeking the Lord and just watch him bless your life So right before we wrap things up, um, I do want to finally do it. How to make this thing pop. How do we apply what we just talked about to the foundational principles of purpose, obedience, and prayer? As you're remembering back on things that God has done, remember of how maybe he showed you a bit of your purpose of why you're here this year. Remember what it has been to seek the Lord and have him just show up and reveal himself to you. Remember how it has been to be in obedience. Remember what that's like. Remember how good it feels to be obedient to God. Maybe remember the times where you weren't so obedient and what the consequences were. All of that is part of the process of learning and growing with God. And remember how it was to pray this year. Remember some moments where God met you in your prayer time, where you encountered him in such a cool way. Remember, remember, remember. That is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much. We'll catch you back next year. If you haven't already, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Girls Pop. You can check us out on YouTube at Christian Girls Pop and on our website, ChristianGirlsPop.com. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to this week's episode and for the season and for the entire year. If you've been riding with us that long, thank you so much. God, Jesus loves you. And as always, remember, Jesus already loves you so much. Don't you ever forget that.